everyone. I'm excited to announce my next guest today, Gina Mancuso of Core Fitness and Legacy of Hope. Let's let Gina give us some insight on what entrepreneurship is like as a mobile gym and also as a nonprofit. Hi, Gina. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I really uh, appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. So I figure we'll jump right in and kind of just hear about your journey. Like, tell me about what your background is. We'll start with that and how you ended up with core fitness first. Sure. Um, so I am a physical therapist and I, I started working in a rehab hospital way back when, after I graduated from school yeah. and, um, I worked at that hospital for 17 years and along the way I was doing some personal training, teaching some fitness classes, just very informally. Yeah. Um, and I, I felt a pull towards like, you know, maybe I could make a career out of this and, and the, the the things were completely different. The work at the rehab hospital was one side of physical therapy totally. and the work with core fitness was completely opposite. So one working with people who were catastrophically injured, stroke, spinal cord injuries, okay. brain injuries. Yeah, so I was going to say what yeah. aspect of PT. Yeah. And the fitness side of it is is completely different. People who want to get in shape or stay in shape or run faster, whatever it yeah. may be. Um, and so... I did both for a while, um, got up at 4.30 a.m., trained a couple clients, went to work at the hospital, came home, taught some fitness classes, and eventually, actually, the hustle. yeah, the th and, and I loved my job at, at uh, Moss Rehab. It was a really great career, and when I had kids, it was harder to be there. It was harder to experience other people's pain and tragedy and Do you feel like heartache. you held on to it more like definitely oh I definitely sense. yeah definitely held on to it and and I also wanted some more flexibility um yeah. with the kids so I it was really great I was able to transition out of my full-time job um I went four days a week then I went three days a week and then two days a week as I was building yeah um yeah so it wasn't business. like you were like I'm done I'm gonna start something right. new right. and I had some security too because as I was building the new thing, yeah. I still had yeah. work. I still had benefits. Yeah, um, so, which is huge. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like I, I see that sometimes where people are like, I quit my job and I'm going to start, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm always like, that takes all. That could be scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know about all that. Yeah. But no, that's so smart. And just, you know, a an, an nice way to ease into it while still holding on to that security. Yeah. And I also didn't want to totally give up the work that I was doing yeah. at the hospital. And actually now some of my clients, I still do get to work with that population. Oh, so that's I do, awesome. Yeah, I have a combination, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And mm -hmm. I'm sure like that like kind of holds dear to your heart a little it, bit. Like that's really part does. of like your passion yeah. behind it. Yeah. More than just, you know like the health and fitness aspect, really like the genuine like rehab. Right. Yeah. That's, that's that's really why I got into the field in the first place. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So um you have more of a mobile business. Did you ever have like brick and mortar or space 
Yes. Okay. So when I first started, I um, I shared a space with a martial arts instructor oh, cool. um, at Sixth and Brown. That's awesome. And yeah, it was great. That's like such a smart combo. Yeah, it was really nice little spot. Yeah. Um, so we were able to just we didn't share a business. We just shared the space. Yeah. He taught his classes. I taught my classes and saw clients okay. there. Yeah, it, it was great. Um, but it it wasn't scalable there. Okay. Uh, and we couldn't grow there. Okay. Um, and so did you find that the space was like too small in that sense, like physical space? Mm -hmm. The space was too small and we didn't have the ability to build it out to make it nicer. It was an old rundown building. And in reality, all we needed was a room that was, you know, out of the elements with some heat in the, in the winter time. There was no AC, but we just needed a little space. It was nothing fancy. I see what shows up on the art museum steps. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. So, you know, you have, you have a lot more space that way. A ton of space. Uh Yeah. A ton of space. (laughs) And not having a brick and mortar, like gives you the opportunity to be super flexible. It has pros and cons. A mobile fitness company with no physical location, um, there's not a lot of overhead, um, which is huge. Right. But there's also not a lot of things that sometimes um, customers might be looking for. Right. Showers. Right. One. Right. Yeah. True. But, but it's a, you know, it's a trade-off. And, yeah. and, and when we decided to fully go that way, um, we just really looked at why does that make us different? Yeah. And yeah. how do we run with that? Well, I mean, you were definitely the trendsetter pre-COVID because mm-hmm. once COVID hit, Everyone went that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was like, how do we, how do we do this outside? Yeah. And we were already outside. Yeah. You're like, we great. got this. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's yeah. awesome. So what made you choose like the location that you kind of, you, you're at, like with the art museum steps and do you guys do other spots? So the, the art museum steps are just, there's full of texture. There's so much there. There's stairs, there's ramps, there's a flat surface. Um, and not to mention, it's a beautiful view. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's iconic. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it I mean, really you can't is. really doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. And it's pretty central too. Like everyone knows where it is. Yeah. It's easy to get there. Yeah. Easy to, generally easy to park in the neighborhood. Um, so that's our home base. Okay. Um, we do occasionally go other spots, um, especially if there's events where, you know, we feel like our home is being invaded by races or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Um, Concerts. Yeah. We, there's so picks. much room. <laughs> there's so much room. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, back it's... of the steps, Lemon Hill. Absolutely. There's a great little bridge that crosses over the train tracks coming from... 29th yeah do you know what i mean we had a class on that bridge oh really um, one time which is really fun that is cool yeah that's nice yeah and and it's probably just fine and that's like so tucked away so like finding all these little spots really probably keeps like your clientele interested like oh Mm -hmm. where are we going today yeah where we (laughs) we had a little secret location series a couple summers ago oh that's awesome you know every saturday we would be at a different up somewhere different yeah so how does that work in terms of like just like licensing or permits or, you know, is there, if you're just doing a pop-up randomly, like, do you even have to? No, not with the that? size of our class yeah. or anything like that. Um, taking payments online and, and not on location. Yeah. Like that yeah. just allows us to be, you know, we're not 150 people in a class. Right. Um, if that was the case, then we might have to think about that. Okay. But with, um, with a smaller size group, 50 or less. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. 
And then um, so you have a business partner mm-hmm. with Queer Fitness. Yep, two business partners. Oh, okay. Cindy awesome. Brown and Lauren Crinis. Okay. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And then, like, how do you guys work out your, like, who's, who delegates who does what, basically? So that really evolved as we sort of learned each each other's strengths okay. and challenges. Yeah. Um, and luckily, we each kind of shine in different areas, um, and that's really helpful. Lauren is terrific at marketing and PR. That's She has a background there, and she really is savvy and kind of yeah. leads us in that direction. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. Cindy is um, super detail-oriented and um, – is really good. We were talking about this earlier yeah. with pictures yeah. and um, setting up the details and making each person really feel important and and wanted and needed, which they are. But she's super good at like yeah. at being able that. to show that. Yeah, that's awesome. And so we just really evolved into into um, our roles. No, that's great. Yeah. So you don't have it like spelled out anywhere. Essentially, we do have an operating agreement. Okay. Um, but. With really general roles spelled out there, but they're constantly evolving too. Right. Yeah. Well, and I feel like as the world evolves right now, Mm -hmm. things get a little different and technology and more opportunities in different ways. So it's like, you know, it's nice to know that and to know that you guys are all like flexible together. Yeah. And and another nice thing is that we can just pick up for, for one another as like life might take us in an opposite way for a little while. Totally. We can jump in and help yeah. each other out. Like tag yeah. your it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, can you help me with this for a second? Because yeah. I need to be at XYZ. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So do you have any like future plans for core fitness? You know, kind of sticking with the sticking with the plan right now? We're sticking with the general plan right now. Although if we don't evolve then we fizzle out. And I think that goes for any business. So there's always plans in the works of like, hey, let's give this a try. Let's um, go here. Let's collaborate with this group. So there's things in the background. Yeah. And you got, I mean, you're not just mobile fitness. You're online. You have an online presence. Right. Which Mm -hmm. I don't think we really touched on. Yep. So that's awesome. And again, that was, was that a COVID thing? That was a COVID thing. Okay. So within a week, we were online doing virtual classes from our dining rooms and basements and yeah. wherever we needed to be. That's- and people loved it and yeah. and stayed with it. And, and we talked about kind of letting it go. And all the participants were like, no. no yeah. We don't have to leave the house. Right. And the nice thing is there's people in New Jersey. There's people in Florida. Yeah. So we can totally. reach a lot more people, which is great. And I feel like, you know, too, with so many people working from home, mm-hmm. with, I mean, and a lot of them probably are more local, but just even not having to like leave the house to right. designate that time, like oh, I can get a quick workout in, right. you yeah. know. They can literally roll out of bed at 5.55, yeah. put their sneakers right. on, get a 45-minute workout, jump in the shower, and be ready for their Which day. Incredible. Yeah. It's great. So now let's like scooch into legacy. Let's scooch. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how did that come to be? Oh my gosh, this is a funny story. Um, so Legacy of Hope is a nonprofit that was founded here in Philly, um, that whose mission is that no patients should go hungry or homeless because of their diagnosis. Um, and so there's a guy 
Mike Rao, who came to um, some fitness classes. So I knew him just because he was, um, you know, exercising with us. Yeah. And one day he called and he said, hey, I want to talk to you about something. Do you have time to meet? Sure. Um, so we met at OCF on Fairmount Avenue. And <laughs> we laugh about this story all the time because yeah. he starts talking about this thing that he's really excited about. And it's going to be it's going to be great and we're going to help a ton of people and cancer and charity. And he talked nonstop for a good half an hour. Yeah. And then at the end of that, he said, so do you want to be on the board? And I was like to myself, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell this guy is talking about. Right. But yes, I do. You like sign me up. Yeah, sure. Sounds great. <laughs> so that's how anyway, he had already, um, founded the organization it was brand new like the month before yeah wow and he was building the board yeah um and and it was just his passion i mean in all seriousness it was his passion and enthusiasm and excitement about doing something good in philly yeah um that really captured my attention i mean that cause your cause is amazing yeah it really is i mean and like just knowing how many people have been through this cancer battle and just you know you got to stop your life and not everyone can financially afford to do that right you know it's crazy it's crazy and what we've seen over the last three years um is crazy because it's hard enough to live anyway with Mm -hmm. what's been happening just inflation and and going to the grocery store and you can spend your whole paycheck and you know in a blink in a blink yeah and add a cancer diagnosis on top of that that just throws your world um into a frenzy yeah yeah definitely mm-hmm. i mean i know like personally speaking you know that was my parents were divorced my mom um she was diagnosed with breast cancer at 42 with four mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. and she was a stay-at-home mom yeah. that was living off of child support you know from a barber that had one little he had his own barber shop but it was literally like one little chair right and just watching like the struggle the financial struggle you know, the physical, the illness, it's, you know, so like for me, like your cause hits home for me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It, it's, it's incredible to see how some people have to get by. Yeah. And I, I, I always tell the story cause it really, it really, um, shows sort of what people are, are living with it. I, I went to a patient's home with a, a bags of groceries one day and she had a couple little kids with her and, and the mom and I were chit-chatting and I see the kids in the corner like pulling things out of the bag yeah looking. and one little boy he's probably three or four he comes running up he's got a jar of peanut butter in hand in his hand he's like mommy his eyes were this Aww. he's like we got peanut butter oh my god and it was like right. the right. best thing that ever happened totally yeah and like that's so genuine like it was so genuine he was so excited a jar of peanut butter yeah you know, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So, okay. Is he still part of this nonprofit? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. So he's like, yeah, yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's the man. Yep. <laughs> and then what does the board consist of? The board consists of, I want to say nine or 10 people in the Philly area from of various backgrounds, yeah. um, which is really great. Um, Dr. Kevin Kelly, Jefferson hospital, um, David April, who is the founder of Fishtown Beer Runners, 
Patty Simpson, who manages um, restaurants up in the New York City area. Okay. So it's a nice, yeah, very background of people who are passionate about the cause. Yeah. No, it sounds amazing. Yeah. It is. And now you guys are doing, like, family sponsorships. Right. How, so, is this new, or have you guys been doing this for the holidays for a while? So this is our second year. Last okay. year was just kind of, like, it just sort of happened. We didn't have a plan. Yeah. Like a lot of other things. Yeah, I mean, we found out about a couple of yeah, exactly. you know, as per our chat. <laughs> yep. A social workers from Jefferson Hospital reached out and said, Hey, this family's really struggling. They've got nothing. Yeah. Is there any way you can help them out for the holidays? And at that same time, we had um, a company come to us and say, Hey, do you guys need any help this holiday season? Is there anybody we can help out? So we connected the two. The company bought some gifts for the family. And we delivered them over the holidays, and it was really great. We had maybe a couple um, families last year. And this year, we just thought, you know, let's really organize this and make it bigger and connect a lot of families with people who want to help. So now I think we've got 10 families who really have nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Except what they do have is hope and um, and a desire to just keep living. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something we just all take for granted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we really do. And it's like when you have that insight and you can step in outside of your own little little world, little bubble, little safe yeah. environment and you you look in someone else's life and it's like, whoa. Yeah. And some people, I don't know, they might be able to like ignore that. Right? Yeah. Clearly you can't. You're not cut from that cloth. No. I mean, and just by your whole career and what you've done with it and, you know, these projects that you you get involved in, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, So with Legacy of Hope, uh, who, like, does, like, marketing and stuff for that? Oh, my gosh. So that is really, like, take it as it comes. Mike and I really just work as a team. Yeah. Um, And depending on what's on our plate, and who's doing what, you know, because we both have other jobs. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. We, you know, whoever has the time or the expertise. I mean, he shines in a lot of areas that I don't. There's some things where I can step in where he might not be the best. So we don't have um, really specific spelled out roles. Yeah. We sort of know what each person is good at. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, we have, we're surrounded by a lot of um two other staff members and a lot of volunteers who step in who we can call on. That's awesome. Yeah. Brian Lathrop is um, kind of our PR marketing guy who right. helps us with, you know, he's a, he's an awesome photographer and a really excellent writer. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> to have somebody like that on your side is awesome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because it's hard. And especially if he, like, is involved in the project itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like – like it's just you feel that you feel that when you're reading something that somebody that's he gets truly, into it. yeah yeah totally. yeah he really does and and um yeah he's priceless to have on yeah, yeah on board yeah absolutely so I guess my infamous last question I'm gonna okay. go to is do it what would you tell your 20 year old self at this point oh, in your gosh. career at this point in your life what would I tell my 20-year-old yeah. self? We were like, you know, in this day and age, we're filled with a world of, like, you know, entrepreneurs 
or entrepreneur wannabes that, yeah. that look at success yeah. and they they look like it was sprinkled upon someone mm. and they don't realize. I think two things. I think the most important thing is find out what tugs at your heart and go after that. And and sometimes the finding out is the hard part. You're not really sure when, when you're that age. Yeah. But try a lot of things. Um, talk to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, ha- like, go get some experiences. And I feel like I really, really wish that our education system, honestly, was designed to, like, present what these careers are like, you yeah. know, a little yeah. more than just uh, bring your kid to work day. Like, right. actually... Like, what does it really mean? What does it actually do mean to have a day in the life of, just to have yeah. that full insight? Yeah. I mean, that's... You know, it's it's a sin because so many kids, they come out of college and, you know, they just made their most expensive investment of their life or their parents did or mm-hmm. they're going to have loans to pay back mm-hmm. forever. forever and based on nothing. Yeah. Based on like, oh, I guess I should do that or someone right. said I should do that or right. I should major in this. And- right. And and there's no timeline for it. Yeah. But if you don't put the effort in to try to understand what's meaningful yeah. For you, like what really touches you, then then you do just kind of follow yeah. the pack. And all well, and then it doesn't feel as much like work. Right. You know, I uh-huh. think everyone's afraid of like putting in the work. Yeah. But if it's something you're passionate about, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like something that you're working on, you know. There's some, There's this sounds dumb, but I'll say it anyway. Say it. There's some <laughs> weekends when I'm like, I can't wait until Monday. Because I there's a lot of stuff I want to do and people I want to call and things I want to get going yeah. and I'm like hurry up Monday morning I, like let's get there I so get that yeah except for I guess in my business you know it's, it's different it's right. different yeah. and there's just different projects and yeah <laughs> so but I'm you like, understand that you're, you're the same way totally yeah totally. Like, I usually to I will ha- I'll like send a text or an email and I'll be like sorry this is so late or sorry this is so early yeah. like. I just don't want to forget it's on my mind right now. Right. right. You can text me whenever, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I will. I will take you up Please on that. Do. Yeah. You don't don't feel the need to answer right away. Right. I'm just going to send this. So you let it sit there. But now it's out of my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm thank so you I'm so glad you came me. on. I'm so glad we talked about this. And me you, too. I mean, literally, you guys have such great businesses, organizations, and just to, to know you as a person and know, like, what's behind that and how genuine it is. Yeah. I just, I applaud you. Well, I, you, girl. <laughs> I, I appreciate you. Well, I want to say one more thing. I appreciate you and Salome's jumping on board for our Operation Santa project. Oh, and, I'm um, happy And so. helping out with the family yeah. who um, is really, um, is really going to be excited about being involved. So thank you. Yeah. And thank you for just being such an active and, and genuinely like authentic person in our business communities really <laughs> I try I do try yeah. I do I think it's it's so important for community to like you know build on each other yeah and help each other out Definitely. and it's not just from for business like it's for community yeah it's just for life it just feels better for life it, yeah. does. it just it feels does. better yeah Thanks, so thank Mama. you yeah appreciate you <laughs>